intention interior trucking companies if you are relying on facility insurance you could be overpaying reduce your insurance cost by 10000 or more per truck and good news we accept drivers with only 1 years of experience to learn more just send us text by typing insurance to 3653640714 thank you hey how are y'all doing today glad to see you're back here visit with uh, my co-host Chris and myself John Fark we're here on the trucking risk and insurance podcast where we talk about everything trucking trucking risk and trucking insurance and today we're going to carry on with our series of the driver qualification file uh, you'll probably remember a couple episodes back where we started talking about what you need to have in that driver qualification file well today we're going to talk about references and I'm here to have a good chat with the dog references references (laughs) well and the common errors that we see in Uh, references and maybe a tip or two yep exactly because john what's one of the biggest things that people uh in the safety department complain about Lack of information for references, you know, like maybe a phone number or an email or even a name, you know, might have the company name, but I don't have a contact name. Well, that and the other thing I get all the time is, hey, I email these people and I don't get a response. Yes. Yes. So I think Johnny and I will come up with a couple of tips for you in how to increase your response rate on reference checks. Yep. Perfect. I think that's what we're talking about. Hey, so yep. references. What, John, let me ask, why are references so GD important? Well, we need to get a little bit of background history on this new employee, owner, operator, driver, worker, whatever it be. So it, it, we need a little history. We, we got to find out what your past is like before we go hiring you on here. Because as they say, you know, we don't want to bring in any bad people. We want to bring in good people. So we need to have a better understanding of, of what you've done in the past. And John, do I have to do references? When I'm hiring, you mentioned an owner operator, or if I'm hiring a driver inc fella or girl, um, Mm -hmm. do I have to do references for them? They're self-employed. Well, unfortunately, yes, we do. Because it's uh, the the regulations basically uh, apply to anybody that you're going to hire to fill in, in this case, a driver's role. Doesn't matter the type or class of driver. It's still a driver or a worker. We need to get that information. And I just thought I'd pull this one up here. What? This is this. Whoop, I'll go over here, pointing this way. Uh, this is this is the perfect list. This this is what really helps us to kind of go. Uh, here's here's a checklist to go with. You know what 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 better thing to have at your uh, disposal than what information do we need to gather? Well, and the reason I threw it up there, if the our viewers are wondering, what order are they going in? Well, this is yep. the order, and uh, mm-hmm. you know we did the application already. Um, yep. Oh, this isn't the order. Look at we skip drug testing. We'll talk about that maybe in the that'll next be later. Episode. That'll be yeah. later. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. the three years of references uh, completed. Yes. So right. just wanted to throw yes. that up there. And of course, there is a copy of that if you want it in the show yep. notes down below. Yep. Get my finger exactly. right there. down below. Click exactly. the link. You know, in yeah, yep. it costs yep. you a whole email address which you can unsubscribe to. You know. Wow. Yeah. 
jeepers, worth nothing worse. <laughs> easy, easy piece. You get to, you get you get to talk to the dog. So oh, yeah. Lord. Anyway, cool. You know, so. just to give a shout out, Johnny. Um, you know, I collect email addresses, right? Yep. I, I think yep. everybody does nowadays. It's not an unusual practice. Nope. Uh, on my iPhone, there uh, I have a program called Bonjour. I think is how you say it. And what it is, it's a very quick video. I think the videos have to be under a minute, but I've got Mm -hmm. it set up now where if somebody subscribes to certain things uh, Mm -hmm. on my list, I get notified and I make a quick one, Mm. uh, less than a minute video just to say, hey, welcome and uh, cool. You know, if I was sending one to you, I'd say, hey, welcome, Johnny, because it's... It's only Personal. going to you. Yeah, um, cool. It's, anyways, just I'm having fun with a new program. <laughs> I might just, I just might go on there and subscribe, see if I can get that one minute video from the dog. <laughs> John, I would send you a video. <laughs> John had a nightmare last night. He was oh, telling me about gosh. this before oh, before we decided to record. All right, so just very quickly, Johnny, because this has nothing to do with references. But what was no, your, no, your but we should have been we should have had our references done before this happened. So yeah, so so I was telling Chris earlier I had this dream, and God knows why I had this dream or where it came from. But anyway, picture this. Let's set the tone. It's a um, late model, uh, late late eighties, early nineties W nine hundred Kenworth conventional single bunk, one stack. Two pair of West Coast mirrors, old paint job, rusty wheels, and uh, a single bunk. Okay, got that picture? And uh, and then inside, you look inside, and there's only one seat. That's the driver's seat. There's no seat in the passenger side. And Chris and I are running team to Nebraska, and I'm trying to figure out what the hell. Yeah, and a spring ride suspension. So don't ask me why we were running to Nebraska as a team, and I'm sitting on a bucket because he's driving. I'm on a bucket and I'm, I just, I woke up from that and it just went, what the heck happened here? (laughs) I got a question for you. Did Uh you at least have a seatbelt? I don't remember any seatbelt involved at any point in the game. Yeah, because at part time I remember I was standing because I couldn't sit on the bucket. My butt was so sore. Uh, so like, I don't even know what we were hauling, and I don't even know why we were headed to Nebraska. So I don't even know how you even got in my dream. That was the funny part. I don't know. It was a nightmare. So, That's what it was. Yeah, hey. I think so. Something like that. So Ref- references. 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 All right. Everybody needs a reference. Okay, so if you had done your references for your company, you would never have hired me. So Or me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Yeah. How? What information are we looking for on a reference check form? Hey, the, you talk for a minute. Let me see if I can yep. find my reference check form. Sure, perfect, perfect. So reference reference form is, is basically the previous employer, right? And we're looking to go back. Uh, we're looking for 10 years of history, but we need to get references on the most current three. So what we're looking for is we're looking for the company name of the employer you previously worked for, a contact name, who who is it that we were in contact, maybe the supervisor, safety manager, whoever it be, right? A phone number so that we can contact them, uh, an email address so we could email them. And even what would be helpful is a, uh, a website, you know, to kind of help in that communication process. And then what we want to know is we want to know what were the dates, the month and year that you started working there and when you left that employment. So making sure that we go back over a period of three years, 
So, uh, and that'll give us some information so that we can reach out to that individual, that previous employer, to ask a few questions and go, hey, how, how was this guy? Yeah, he seems to have a great attitude, great personality. Can you tell me a bit about him? Would you rehire this person? Did you have any issues with this person? Did you, you know, any crashes, violations, damage that they did, any issues with customers or anything along that line? So, so it gives us opportunity to get that. And then as, as the new employer, we've got to make sure we document this process and document this information we're getting. And so let me just, oops. I was going to do that. Yeah. You got to love when we record live. Oh, yeah. Technology's and who cool. In the heck, maybe I'll edit this out and maybe I won't. But um, actually, <laughs> yeah, I, that's fun I, to I the guess table. I better yeah. edit part of this out because it's yeah. got one of my clients' names on here. Oh, oh don't want oh, that. Oh, you can't see it yet. So that's okay. That's right. Yep. Yep. So, oh, oh, damn. I just downloaded this from uh, the cloud. <laughs> Okay, dry. See, I get. Uh, yes, we're gonna have to edit this part out here. That's no problem. The driver. That's oh, easy. Here we to go. Do. Driver safety performance history check. Is that references, or is this fourteen day log form? Where's my reference form? Employment history. What the fuck? Oh, this is a Canadian carrier. Personal references. Okay, yeah, this is it. Hey, fuck. Okay. It took me, took me cool. forever. Um, <laughs> you haven't had to play with it in a while. God damn. Okay, let me go to that. And then we can carry on as if we yep. didn't do all this yep. bullshit. Yeah, flip, flip, flip that up and we can carry on with it. There. Now, maybe I can make that a little bit larger. Yeah. But there you go. There's where we're going to have our collect the information for our driver references. And make that larger. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Marwall. Hey, I know those guys. Yeah. Yeah. We used to insure them at the guarantee. Well, yeah, he mentioned you, actually. <laughs> yep. Yeah, hey, good guy. He's... Yeah, but he doesn't do sh. No, he's terrible. That's the sad part. Nice guy, real nice guy. Nice little operation. Nice equipment. So, but yeah, uh, needless yeah, to say, yeah, I'll just put it kind of like that. There we go, and then I can cut out the bottom, or sure. one of us can move over there. Is this going to say, "Hey, no"? Why did that come up? <laughs> if I get rid of that, there. There you go. That works. So we could come over here and be a little closer. Ooh, ooh, I like that. There we go. Cuddly. Ooh, I'm, okay. feeling, the, I'm feeling the fuzzy parts now. Okay. So, cool. Uh, awesome. Let me go back to here. And we can say, hey, Johnny, let me show you uh, a common form that uh, many people use. Perfect. Right? And Hey, there we go. Look at this. That way, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a... Yep. It's up there. It's up there. That's right. Everybody else can see it. Yes. So. Yes, as long but as yeah. they can see it. So yep. this is a form uh, that is commonly used uh, to do the references. Yep. Uh, pretty standard, generic uh, little thing. However, 
one of the my common errors that I see all the time is a lack of a driver's signature on this form. So, or the yes. applicant's signature is yep. what I should say. Yep. Um, yep. And of course, with uh, privacy issues nowadays, that's yep. a huge problem. Yes, uh, it is. Because that driver, so I was sorry, just going to say that driver's that driver's signature is consent, right? Yeah, and I mean whether you're trying to get a reference or if you are giving a reference because somebody else yep. has asked you for a reference, yep. don't ever answer it if you don't have that driver's consent right. exactly. or that signature exactly. on there. Please, that's right. Um, that's right. You know, and the other thing I'd like to mention at this point is this form. By the way, the U.S., the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, says you have to keep a record of all references that you give. And many employers don't understand that. So you've got to actually write down what it is that you said about the person um, and well, record it and keep it on file. Yep. So, and and one, one of the other problems that I see a lot is uh, of motor carriers afraid to give references because they go – privacy. I can't disclose that because it's private. No, I'm sorry. That's not the case. You have privacy requirements under PEPIDA, Canada law, but you have a consent form from that new potential employee that that employer, her previous employer, is required to release that information. That's why they have that. So there is no privacy from you stopping of giving that information. It's very important you do. And if I'm not mistaken, the FMCSA also has a section in place that says you, if you're a U.S., uh, if you have U.S. operating authority, you can be fined by the U.S. DOT for not releasing previous employment information. So, because you're not helping the motor carrier industry here by, you know, not talking about the guy that was not good. Exactly. And, and John, I always tell my clients there's four things for Where's my Four. camera? There. Right Four. there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Four things uh, that you should say. Yep. And you can say them with absolute confidence. So uh, the mm -hmm. first one is length of employment or dates of employment. You know, he started yep. at this day and she quit mm -hmm. on this day. That's the first right. thing. So employment dates. Yep. A function. This is really mm -hmm. important. Mm -hmm. Were they a tractor trailer driver, straight truck driver, mm -hmm. forklift right. driver? Like yep. what yep. function? That they right. do. And then I also say to include all references to tickets and accidents. Yep. yep. So those four items, uh, yep. if you included those, they're factual. And yes, exactly. It's my non-lawyer opinion yep. that we yep. can never get in trouble reporting yep. facts. Right. You're not giving an opinion. You're right. giving what is actual truth based on that interaction with that driver. And and more than likely as that previous employer, you have that information documented anyway. You would have their exactly. tickets documented, their accidents documented, the, the service period that they were there and what they did, what training they went through and stuff like that. So you know the classification of their license and what they did. Yeah. So just um, include the function, the dates, yep. Um, yep. and tickets and accidents. Right. I like to issue employment letters. When somebody says, mm -hmm. hey, I quit. Uh, in mm -hmm. the exit interview, mm -hmm. I will um, I encourage my clients to give them a letter on company yep. letterhead that says yep. those four items. Sure. Um, and then when somebody phones you or does a reference check, certainly shouldn't mm -hmm. phone you because you need it in writing with permission. Yep. But yep. Um, 
they should only be asking, hey, I got, I'm in possession of this letter that appears to yep. be signed by you, Chris. Uh, yep. Did you really issue it to John Farquhar? Yeah. And did he yeah. really work for you? And just confirm the information. Sure, sure. It makes doing the yep. reference so easy oh, now. Huge. And, and now I got a document. <laughs> you so, know, so yeah. You've got two yeah. things. You've got the permission. Yeah the signed mm-hmm. uh, release form, and you've got a letter signed by me in this case um, mm-hmm. saying, hey, mm-hmm. John was a good driver, didn't have any tickets yep. and accidents, and yep. I'm not answering any opinion-based right. questions. Right, right, exactly, gosh, exactly. Darn it, yeah. I hate that one. How did no, they get they, along yeah. with this batch? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know well, what, That, that that's going to be so different from one company to another company to another company because of the attitude of everybody and personalities of everybody. There could have been a clash there that you don't want to hold against that person because maybe they don't have that clash at your employment. You know, yeah. maybe things went well. So, Or maybe it's just the uh, attitude of the driver that you're looking to hire. And I'm thinking you're going to pick that up during the interview process anyway. So, but what, what's one area, um, that I, I, not a lot of people, but I see some people miss Chris, um, when you're looking at timelines of one reference to another, to another, um, there's something in between there that some people miss. What would you say it is? You might be talking, I'm hoping you're referring to employment gaps. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm referring to. Yes. All right. Yeah. And, um, you can't you can't allow an employment gap to be uh, on the application form. So yes. make sure that yep. as when you're doing the interview that you inquire, Hey, there's eight weeks missing. What happened? Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. we know that mm-hmm. here in Ontario, Southern Ontario, especially and probably in yep. BC and Calgary, yep. we have yep. many people that are as truck drivers. We have many applicants yep. that yep. aren't born here Canadians. Correct. And often when they go back home, because it's so gosh darn expensive to fly back home, they mm-hmm. go for extended periods, often four, six, Correct. eight weeks, 12 weeks. Yep. So yep. you've got to in, in, inquire is the word and yes. then make a note on the application form yep. as to what yep. happened during this absence. Yep. Well, and, and as a driver who's applying, don't be afraid to put in there that time period. And, you know, so instead of putting an employer's name, you could simply put, hey, uh, went back home for vacation gone from this period to this period that would explain the gap right away and that will help appease any questions that may get posed because you didn't uh divulge that information so very very important so now with that same gap one thing i want to caution a lot of people on is when you're hiring say a fairly new driver and say your standards are oh i don't know let's say you say got to have a minimum two years experience or one year experience maybe uh in order to work for our company well, if you're looking at an application form and he's had his license for over a year, but he's not driven for a year, and I keep saying he, but it could be a he or a her, you know, maybe that person is not has only driven for nine months because three months out of that period, they went back home. Well, I'm sorry, that's not 12 months experience. That's not a year experience. And, and one of the downfalls Great that we point. see is we get a lot of drivers who will actually go back home during the winter months because... It's better weather back at uh, back home to see family, and they miss out on the winter driving. Hey, smart people, don't get me wrong, smart people. You don't want to drive in Canada in the winter. But the bad part is, then they come back and they'll work for a company, and then maybe the next year they don't go home. So I could have been driving for two, three years, but I've never driven in a winter, and now this is my first winter. The motor carrier needs to be aware of this. 
and should do some extra training with that driver, some mentoring, maybe some one-on-one in winter environment. Yeah, it's just huge because many drivers, I mean, frankly, do you like driving in winter? So, oh, God, uh, I hate it. And I hate it. <laughs> and I don't like winter anymore. I yep. wish I could move out of this country during the winter time. <laughs> uh, and I love Canada, but yep. my yep. gosh. Yep. Um, so I don't blame anybody if they yep. can escape right. and go to a warmer climate for a period of time. But you're right. They've got to do the investigation. Yes. Yes. I just want to bring up that uh, a couple of points. Some of the things that I do to mm-hmm. encourage responses on references. So first of all, is there a rule about how many times you have to inquire if you're not getting a response uh, from a previous employer? Is there a rule um, anywhere that says how many times you actually have to inquire? Yes, there is not. No, there's <laughs> no rule at all. <laughs> I thought you were going to go, yeah, there was. I'm going to go, hey, Johnny, no, there ain't. No, but anyways, no. there's, yes, there's no rule on how many times. But you know, I, I think the concept is you know, to put out a concerted effort to try and get that information. Yeah. But, and, and, and documenting that process each time, you know, whether it be if I send an email or a fax or if I tried to call document each time that you tried, you know, uh, print off the fax machine, the confirmation of the fax that was sent, uh, print off your email. What the heck is a fax machine? I don't have one anymore, but I used to have one years ago. And I'll tell you what, I I don't know that I could even operate one today. (laughs) (laughs) I think it went, went, uh, by the wayside with, uh, the model T. (laughs) Sorry. And I'm just looking over here to see if I can find the section, uh, that actually says, um, so I'm looking at the FMCSA, yep. Yep. Uh, yep. The, the regulation, by the way, for our listeners right. and our viewers, this is regulation 391.23 and the Canadian provinces and jurisdictions look at this as a best practice. Yes. So exactly. um, if you cross the border, you've got to follow this regulation 391.23. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if uh, you aren't, the insurance industry, MTO, mm-hmm. DOT, everybody else says, hey, this is a best practice to do this. Exactly. So there is no specific number of attempts that right. you have to do. Uh, I often hear three is the number. Uh, same here. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say, it, it, you know, I think because you know, there a lot of things happen in threes. So if we have three good attempts, that's, that's going to give you some uh, due diligence. Yeah. And I believe the, the wording in the FMCSA is, is something to the effect of reasonable attempt. I can't see yes. it right here, yes. but you got to make yep. reasonable attempt. Attempts, and right. it's and my opinion that, well, that I had an argument with a safety guy one day, Johnny. He said oh. one was reasonable. <laughs> okay. Mm. I'm in agreement with yeah. you that I kind of yeah. think mm. one isn't reasonable. No. And no. Uh, but, and I lost a client over that because I yep. didn't want to work for that client because they yep. agreed with their yep. safety person, which is fair. Hmm. Uh, but mm. I said, no, that's not, in my opinion, reasonable. We don't have the same yeah. ethics. Therefore, yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly. it doesn't work. But, so often three, I say five. Yeah. Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah. And the reason yeah. I say five is often nowadays we're using email. So I got one email yep. Yep. Um, and then I follow that email up with a phone call 
that I document. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yep. And then another email, so two emails, and then another yep. phone call, and then a third and last email. Well, sure. That's yep. actually five attempts. Yep. If, because that's you, pretty good. That's, that's, way, that, that's, that's, that's almost going overboard, which is excellent. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Well, So the more the better. Yeah, and I mean, you make yeah. the, the note somewhere saying, hey, I phoned John Farquhar yep. at this time yep. and left a yep. message on his voicemail. Yep. Exactly. Right? Yep. And then the second phone call is, hey, I spoke to John, and John promised me he would yep. complete the reference check. Yep. Date and yep. time, and always yep. initial these notes. Um, exactly. So that in court, you could verify them. But mm-hmm. one other thing mm-hmm. I wanted to throw out at you is sure. how to increase response rates. Right? And uh, one, show up on their door with a big <laughs> stick. <laughs> that would be one way. It does say in Regulation 391.23 that a carrier, a DOT carrier, so anybody with a DOT number, has to respond to these uh, reference inquiries. Um, And again, you can tell to our listeners and viewers that Johnny and I don't rehearse these things. John, do you know how many days a carrier has to respond? If I'm not mistaken, I think it's 30 Yes. Bing, 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 yeah, bing, bing, bing. You actually have 30 <laughs> days to respond, but yep. uh, like, gosh, darn it. That's way too long when you're trying to hire somebody. So exactly. Because that, that driver is not going to wait. He's going across the street in 30 minutes. Yeah. So, so I yeah. mean, uh, do try to get them, uh, you know, if you are answering a reference check, be quick, yep. help your yep. fellows out. Yep. I mean, yep. the driver's not working for you anyways, get that piece of paper yeah. off your desk yeah. and, and yeah. respond. But well, Go ahead. Here's a, here's a here's a good time to implement the golden rule. Do unto others uh-huh. as you would have them do unto you. You're trying to hire a driver. You'd like those references check very those reference checks to come back as quick as possible. Do yourself a favor, just as you said, your your industry buddies, and get the references back to them. You know, like yeah. karma will come back and bite you in the butt. So. Well, I used to, one of the things I used to do when I was a recruiter and truck world just ended a few yep. weeks ago yep. is when I was at an event like a truck world, I mm-hmm. would walk around and meet the other recruiters mm-hmm. and introduce mm-hmm. myself Great as idea. a recruiter. Yep. And yep. that way, that was one way to increase response rates because yep. now you're yep. emailing a friend quote. Yep. Um, exactly. You know, exactly. that does that. But. Uh, one thing I did want to say about increasing response rates, it does yeah. say in 391.23 that um, you've got to respond. So what I always yeah. do on the second email is I include a link to the section 391.23 ah, and I say, excellent. hey, by the way, yeah. um, you know, according to 391.23, I do expect a, uh, a timely yep. is how I word it, mm-hmm. timely mm-hmm. response. Mm-hmm. And then... On the third attempt, if I have to go to three, then Mm -hmm. I highlight it and I put it in bold and I actually cut and paste this Mm -hmm. section that says prospective employers should report failures of previous employers to respond to an investigation to the FMCSA and use the complaint procedures. And it goes on a little bit longer. Sure. But I cut and paste that onto the reference check to say, hey, if you don't do this, I follow the rules and I'm going to have to report you uh, to FMCSA. Yeah, exactly. Does it 
get anything done. Oh, and by the way, I do report them. Excellent. So, uh, and the reason I report them is not to be a uh, pain in the ass, which mm-hmm. it is. But mm-hmm. can you imagine if that carrier had anything that would have changed my mind about hiring oh, yeah. this driver? Yes. Yes. I didn't get it. This driver goes yep. out and kills somebody now. Yep. And mm-hmm. had I had that information, I would never have hired the driver. Right. Well, I want to say that I followed the letter of the law yep. and the yep. blame goes to the previous employer, not to me, yep. because yep. had they responded and followed the rules, yep. I would never have hired this guy. Talk about neglect. Oh. Wow, that'll come up in court. I'm sure the judge would just love to have that previous carrier on the, on the stand to kind of go, why did you not share that information, Mr. Motor Carrier? Yeah. So, yeah, And, exactly. you know, quite honestly, a lot of motor carriers would say, well, you know, I knew he couldn't get a job. And yeah. I was just trying to help That's the guy gonna, out. Well, yeah. No, unfortunately, he's killed three people. And, yeah. uh, you know, now now we have another a bigger problem other than him not getting a job. So, yeah, yeah, just huge. Anyways, that, that's yep, a tip. So that is in Good regulation 391.23, specifically section three of that regulation is where Sweet. that prospective employer should report failures. That's the section there. I think it would be great to put that link in the show notes down below. Well, maybe I should. That'd I think that awesome. is an yeah. awesome suggestion. <laughs> Oh, look at that. Um, awesome. Do not Perfect. disturb is on. There you go. There <laughs> you go. Because a, cool. a reminder popped up. Yep. And there you go. All right. What but, else? Cool. Anything else Good. we got to talk about when it comes to references and, and of course, doing them? Yeah. I, I think the big thing is just that exactly. You know, get the references, review each reference, you know. And then, again, making sure you have 10 years history particularly for those drivers that are operating in and out of the U.S. We need to have 10 years history, but we need to verify the f- the c- most current three, which is where the references come into play. Right. And just yep. kind of tied into that is your FMCSA required accident register, which yep. also, so you're required to have a list of all your crashes, according mm-hmm. to the feder- federal motor carrier, for three years. Well, coincidentally, yep. it's three yep. years of... Yep history driver references mm-hmm. and three years on mm-hmm. the crash anyways yep. you see where i'm going yep and carriers, exactly exactly i get carriers to tell me oh i keep crashes for two years mm-hmm. hmm. wow interesting yeah. why why don't we just keep crashes indefinitely like if you're you know you should be monitoring and trending and whatnot that's for a different subject and conversation yeah. but nonetheless you know why why would we stop it too we should be looking at everything because there's possibly history there that could tell us an opportunity to prevent a future crash yeah, I think that's so, awesome. I think yep, that's um, cool. One thing I'd like to say to our viewers, our listeners, mm-hmm. if any of the t- topics that we have brought up on any of the podcasts, for instance, I mentioned the crash register. Well, if you want a yep. copy of yep. one, reach out to John or I because yeah, I exactly. I've got one. I know John's got one. Yep. Like we, yep. we're here to share. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I was going to say the CV Pam went over well. We had some conversations. I had we had a couple people, a few people actually reach out for a copy of the CV Pam. So that was great. So yeah. it's all about what can we do to help you. And geez, you know what? We're not even charging anything for it. We're giving it away for free. So hey, you know, hey, you goodbye. just used an acronym that not everyone might be familiar with. Yes, is the yes. CV Pam. CV PAM is Commercial Vehicle Preventable Accident Manual. It was developed by the USDOT back in the early 90s, and it's an awesome tool. It still works today. 
Yeah. So reach out to that one's a Johnny. He's yep. got that. I mean, John shared it with me and I think it's yep. a great tool. Yep. Um, but that one is a Johnny thing where yep. there was an episode that John we talked did. about that. And, we did. Uh, yeah. Was, Go back and check them out. Yep. Uh, it was really so. good. And if I can find it, I'll put it in the link. Yeah. It right here. Maybe it'll be up here or up here. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. So. Perfect. <laughs> it'll oh. actually be above Johnny's head. That's there where the, the uh, links go. All righty. Sure. Uh, with that, John, thanks. References. Hey. Awesome partner, co-host, yeah. dog. References. <laughs> references. This episode is now complete. If you need any help, reach out to John or I. We would be out. We would just be ecstatic uh, to answer your field. questions yeah. and yeah. to give you any assistance. So our contact yeah. info is in the show notes down below. Awesome. Perfect. Thanks, Johnny. Perfect. Chris, have a great weekend. And hey, everybody, make sure you like, subscribe, and hit that little bell icon. Let you know when we're coming back on again every Friday.